Let's bring in Mike Zygmunt to kick things off with us this morning, partner and head of trading and research at Harvest Volatility Management. Mike, you write in your notes that bears have the advantage for how long and by how much right now? Uh, probably not for long and probably not for <laughs> much. You know, the, the spike in the VIX, which your prior guest mentioned, was quite surprising. You, you know, we've been since the COVID bottom on such a bullish run and it's just been such an easy market as long as you weren't stubborn, as long as you said to yourself, this market's going higher for whatever reasons you want to come up with. Maybe it's the Fed that's instrumental. Maybe it's just a good bounce off of the pandemic bottom. Um, if you just said things are getting better, I'm going to own stocks and anytime there's a dip, I'm going to buy more. You were great. You were doing fantastically and You've made a lot of money, and I think a lot of people have done that, whether they're professional or retail. And while that's a great strategy, and while that probably made sense at some point early on, valuations have gotten stretched, and the momentum to the upside got obscene. I mean, mm -hmm. there were some RSIs recently in the um, S&P that were through the roof. I mean, something like 17 out of 18 sessions were positive, and it's just a matter of time before you get a retraction, right? Just a reflexive sell-off. And we ended up getting one of those recently, but it was combined with some uncertain news about this new um, COVID variant mm -hmm. and throw into the mix this curveball from the Fed. And I think you had a snowball effect of what should have been a relatively reflexive sell-off. So it's been a a confluence of a lot of factors in the bear's favor that have resulted in high VIX levels mm -hmm. and quite a vicious sell-off and some very whippy market activity. But I think that's going to settle down. You know, dip buyers are not going to go away because of a 3% pullback or 5% pullback or whatever the heck we end up getting. They're not scared. So I don't see, unless there's this new catalyst Without a big news event, I don't see a lot of downside, mm. even though I think valuations are extended. I think the ingrained behavior of investors is to trust in U.S. equities and to put capital to work long. Mm. And every time they see a red day, they think it's an opportunity to make more profits being long in the future. And they've been right every single They have been. Day since so mike last time you were here you described this dynamic the persistent dip buying as being uh the most consistent winning strategy you've seen in your career this constant up and up during the last year and a half of covid but you also said that it was a quote suicide pact because it's, when it ends it'll be brutal so i'm surprised to hear that this morning uh, you're not including the possibility that it could be ending well it's going to end. I don't know when. How come not now? Guess, All these tech companies guess. just told us their growth peaked out during COVID. Yes, but that's not affecting market psychology yet. At some point, it'll matter, and it will scare the pants off of everybody, and it will be a panic sell-off. But something has to happen. The straw has to break the camel's back, and we haven't seen the straw yet. Mm. I am guessing, it's a, probably a bad guess, but it's my best guess, that when the Fed starts to hike rates, that will be the event that cracks hmm. the long only market psychology that has been indestructible 
basically since the financial crisis. Why so, starting to hike rates and not just talking about hiking rates, Mike? Walk me through that difference. What's the difference between when the Fed actually starts making those steps versus what they're doing right now, which is saying, hey, no more transitory. It seems like that could be step one, a big one, and maybe the market telling us that that's step one to actual hikes. What's the difference, the mechanism that's not there when they're talking about it versus actually doing it? I think people just have to see it. People have to feel it. You know, um, mm. interest rates have to actually be higher, not expected to be higher for a lot of these behaviors to trigger. And I think one or two rates is where not only do you see all of these uh, costs increase, but you realize, holy cow, this is just the beginning of more interest rate hikes. And that is what I expect to cause a bearish cascade. Now, who knows, that may not be the case, but that's kind of how I mm. see it playing out now. For whatever reason, forward guidance is not enough to dent the uh, bullish enthusiasm. So yeah, I do it's hear continue. it's going to continue until something breaks the um, will of the bulls. Yeah. What is it going to be? I don't know. I do hear a lot, Mike, that uh, right now, even with the language from Powell last week that uh, inflation's not what they thought it was right now, that a lot of folks uh, still believe that maybe that was just a, a bone to throw to some of the hawks in D.C. and that uh, it will return to normal and Papa Powell will print and print. And if even if he doesn't print, that he won't hike. So it kind of sounds like maybe you're in that camp a little bit to where let's actually see them bite as opposed to just bark. Very good point. You know, all of the worries, the hawkish fears that have been represented by the bond bears and the equity bears have never come to pass. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, the Fed has always managed to continue staying easy. And whether that is by plan or whether that's just the way the world played out, I don't know. So there's a strong case to be made, like you just said, that all this stuff is a dog and pony show. And as much as they're getting people to worry about hiking rates, they're not going to do it effectively, or if they do, they're still going to be printing money in some capacity, and the net effect won't be serious. And if that's true, then yes, no changes will result until an actual hard policy shift occurs. So I think you could be very clearly explaining this underlying bull confidence, which is we've seen the rhetoric come and go before, but it's never actually shown up in policy change. So we're going to party until rates actually hike and we have to change. Okay. Mike, good conversation here to kick us off this week. Appreciate you coming back on the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mike Zygmunt, partner and head of trading and research at Harvest Volatility Management.